God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. God is doing an awesome work in our lives. Let's go to the word of God. Let's go to the word. Psalm 20, glory be to God. This is the verse where I I focus on my text, uh, but this will be a launching pad from which uh, we'll discuss a couple of things uh, on this morning. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm really... I'm really chomping at the bit right now because uh, God just messed up my world a little bit and showed me a couple things. And, you know, I I initially thought, you know, we we talk a lot about, you know, being anointed. And people, you know, celebrate the fact, you know, I'm anointed, I'm anointed, I'm anointed. And and I don't think that we're properly prepared uh, for what that really means. What does that really mean uh, to be anointed by God? Hallelujah. Psalms 20, uh, verse 6. Now I know that the Lord saves, that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand. Glory be to God. Let us pray. Most gracious and merciful Heavenly Father, I thank you uh, for saving us. I thank you for delivering us. I thank you uh, that you will answer us uh, when we call you. When we call you, God, you're going to show up because we know we cannot depend on ourselves if we if we try to depend on ourselves god uh, things will fall apart uh, we've been used to uh, watching things fall apart all around us our our families our relationships our communities uh, are falling apart every single day and no matter what men try Uh, They're not able to fix it, God. They're not able to set things right or set things straight. So I pray right now, God, that your people uh, who are called by your name uh, will begin to pray and call on you like they've never called on you before. I give you glory. I give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. I want you to just touch a couple of people and tell them, I know he will. I know I know he will. I know, I know he will. I know he will. I know, I know he will. When I, when I begin to process uh, what God has, has brought me through, um, I can say that um, for sure uh, that I know he will. I know he will. No matter uh, where I find myself, I know that God Uh, is able to deliver me and bring me out. I've been in some low places before. I've been in some real low places before. I've been injured before. I've been obviously shot before. I've I've been in the streets uh, trying to find a direction, find my way. 
And I didn't really understand, you know, in the moment uh, that I was doing some of the things that I was doing, I didn't really understand what God's purpose was for my life. And I know that there are some people in here right now, you really don't know uh, what God's purpose is uh, for your life. But as you continue to live and as you continue to believe, uh, there will be some discoveries made along the way that will reveal who God is more than your mother can tell you. No more than any preacher uh, can tell you with a mic in his hand. God will show you who he is in your life. Aren't you glad that God uh, is the God that will reveal himself? I am. I'm glad that God will reveal himself to me so I'm not just going based on what someone else said. I have a reference te text that I want to read. Uh, Luke 4 and 18. The spirit of the Lord uh, is upon me uh, because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind. I've been sent to tell you on this morning, somebody is about to recover. I, I've been sent to tell you prophetically that there's somebody that lost something and, and God is saying that you're getting ready to recover what you lost. And God is getting ready to do this. No man is going to do this for you. This is going to be God's hand. This is going to be him working in your life. You're not going to be able to point to nobody because God is showing you that he can cause you to recover. Somebody shout recovery. Hallelujah. So he said he was sent to proclaim liberty to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Glory be to God. When God gives you an assignment, an anointing comes with it. An anointing comes uh, with the assignment that is on your life. And so it's a good thing to be anointed. It's, it's a blessed thing to be anointed. And we, again, celebrate anointings. God has anointed me. And it, and it seems really fantastic. And it seems wonderful. And, and, and we go around and we post it. And we, we tell our neighbors about it. I'm an anointed vessel of the Lord. But we really don't understand that, that when God gave you the assignment and he gave you the anointing, opposition also came with that anointing so you didn't just get the anointing and you're going to be able to just run free no opposition immediately arose in your life because the anointing is like putting a spotlight on you and when the enemy uh, went through this period in your life where he was confused the devil was confused he really didn't know who you were until the anointing got placed upon your life now he knows that there is a special purpose for which you have been created and so you don't just get the anointing without opposition opposition is a part of you being a child of God you being an anointed vessel of God the enemy not going to just let you have victory the enemy is not just going to let you raise your kids uh, and they just turn out the way you want them no the devil going to try to jump in this situation and cause you to doubt and cause you to be frustrated and cause you to give up uh, but I'm so glad 
glad that God will save his anointed. So you're not just out here by yourself. Ain't none of us out here by ourselves. We got the Lord who is on our side. And if the Lord be for you, he is more than the world against you. You should celebrate right now before you even see the breakthrough. You should shout hallelujah right now before you even recover that which you lost. You ought to give God some glory because he saves, he saves, he saves, he saves, he saves. I dare to shout, I know he will. I know he will. I'm not guessing it. I know he will. As a matter of fact, the psalmist declares that he saves, that he saves, hallelujah, that he saves that he saves hallelujah he saves his anointed and it messes me up because uh, as I was studying I said this is something else because Jesus talks about the anointing that's upon him and he said I've been anointed to set the captive free I've been anointed to set the captive free. The psalmist here in Psalms 20 and 1 says to the reader, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. Wait a minute. May the Lord answer me in the, in the day of trouble. He, he's saying to us, I want you to be clear that every single one of you, I want you to look at your neighbor and tell them you too. Every single one of you in this building is going to have a day. Every single one of us is going to have a day of trouble. That there, there is going to be a time, you anointed vessel, uh, that you're going to suffer some real attack. I mean some real attack. I, I mean something that's going to cause you to be still for a moment. Something that will shut you down for a moment and just make you sit on the side of the bed. He's talking to the anointed right now, but he's telling them, I want you to be aware that you got a day of trouble coming. And may, and may the Lord answer you. Oh, this is powerful. May the Lord answer you, you, you anointed vessel. See, David, David wrote this psalm. Uh, and David knows what it's like to be anointed. And he also knows what it's like to get consecutive victories. See, David was anointed and, and he stepped out on faith and, and he, he threw a rock and it hit Goliath and caused him to fall. And then once he fell, he cut off his head. So David had been used to experiencing victories in his life. And here he writes in the psalm, he says, despite the fact that I was anointed, Despite the fact that God chose me, despite the fact that he called me from the backside of the mountain, I got anointed, uh, but I didn't understand uh, how much trouble was attached to this thing. 
Hallelujah. Oh, there, there's some trouble uh, and there's some treasure in the anointing. There's some trouble uh, and there's some treasure in the anointing. You don't just get the treasure without the trouble. He said, if you're going to be anointed, you got to get this whole thing. Uh, somebody shout, I know he will. I know he will. I'm not guessing. Uh, I get it. Uh, there is no if. Uh, there is no assumption. Uh, I know he'll save his anointed. I know he'll do it. I know he'll bring me out of some situations. I know I know that I, I look like I got it all figured out. But uh, uh, just like you, I need him to save me too. So, so here in the text, we, we see that the king also needed to be saved. What does that mean? No matter how high you get, you still going to need the Lord to answer you. You may not be paying attention right now. You may be thinking about dinner tomorrow or tonight. But I promise to you, there will arise a day in your life where you're going to have to say, God, answer me. I'm in the need of help. I know that you're a present help in the time of trouble. Jacob says, he says, may the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Oh, this is significant right here. Uh, may the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Because Jacob understands what it's like to be in need of the saving grace of God. After, after Jacob was on the run from his brother Esau, he, he needed God to show up in his life because Esau was ready to kill him. And, and Jacob found himself in Bethel with his head laying on a stone. And in that place called Bethel, God gives him a dream and reveals himself to Jacob because it's important to understand that you can't use God's name as a cheat code. Oh, my Lord. See, see, you can't just call on his name and thinking you're getting ready to cheat your way out of something. God says, I need to reveal myself to you before you go around using my name. See, that was the problem with the seven sons of Sceva. They used his name uh, without no revelation of God. Uh, it's a dangerous thing to just be using his name, uh, but have no desire to get to know him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, see, when, listen, when you, when you've been walking with God for a while, you don't try to convince nobody of who God is for real. You're like, I'm not here to convince you. Matter of fact, you ain't even had to come. I'm trying to tell you that God will reveal himself. You don't force that. You don't try to come on to my house. I got to tell you about the Lord and you, you working on hard, sweating. No, there, there, there is the God that reveals himself. And, and what we really need to be praying is, God, you reveal yourself to them. Because when I was out and I was riding around with AKs in my car and, and doing all kinds of crazy stuff, it didn't matter who ministered to me. 
I would hear them minister and go get in my car and smoke a blunt. I used to hear it. I would hear it. I, I'd be like, yeah, I heard you. That, that sound real good. And I get in my car and I'm turning on Tupac. And I'm listening to music. Why? Because I had no revelation of who God was. You gave me the knowledge, but I had no encounter yet. And without no encounter, there is no real relationship with God. He has to show up in their lives. So, so you, you, it'll do you a good, it would do you good to just... Don't even, don't even try to convince me. Just, just slide some oil on my head. Just, just put some oil on me. Just, just mark me. Just mark me. You ain't, you don't, don't even worry about it. You could go home and pray. Just, just mark me right now. Just, just, you see, you got to learn how to just, you got to learn how, how to move when, when someone is resistant. You ain't got to beat them up and make them come over. God will reveal himself. Jacob's head gets placed on a stone. He's sleeping on it. And, and, and the problem with most of us is that we won't rest on the stone long enough. We, we won't put our head on the stone long enough. He is resting on a stone in Bethel. What is Bethel? Bethel in the text is the house of God. So he's in the house with his head on a stone. I'm, I'm trying to share something with you right now. You can be in the house, but your head ain't properly placed. If we can get you in the house and get your head on a stone, God will speak to you. What am I saying? When Jacob woke up from his dream, he took the stone and he set it up in Bethel. And then the scripture says that he anointed the stone. Oh my God. So here it is. There is an anointed stone in Bethel. There is an anointed stone in the house of God. And if you would just take a moment and put your head on the stone, which is Jesus, I promise to you, you will get a revelation. You won't go out of here without a revelation. But sometimes it takes a little while. So Jacob, Jacob had to sleep on it. He, he couldn't just he couldn't just put his head on it and get up. He had to he had to. It takes a while to get in your head. Yeah, it does. It does. It, it takes a while. You, you don't get this just overnight. It takes a while to sink in because why we we've been programmed. We've been messed up. And Jacob is a trickster and he he, he needs he needs some time. He needs some time on the rock. Where are the people at? You know you need some time. You, you're looking at your life. You're like, I need some time. I need God. I need God to, to really change the way that I think. I need God to move in my life. I need to rest my head on this stone because I need my life transformed. See, I was, I was in need of a life transforming encounter with God. I didn't want what I had no more. 
I said, God, I am done with this. This, this is not the life for me. There, there is something that you have called me to do, and I want to answer to it because I've ignored you for a really long time. There are some people in this house right now. You have ignored God, but you have gotten to a place in your life where you are tired. God is saying, when, when will you make the decision to allow me to fully come into your life. So the scripture says, may the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Jacob, the one who God revealed himself to when he was running. When he was on the run. Now, I don't know if you guys got a past like mine, but there were some times where I was like, I was, I was on a run. I had some warrants. I was like... I, I was, I was trying to put other people's tags on my car. My whole life was just raggedy. <laughs> Most of them cars wasn't registered. Government don't even know I got them. <laughs> life just messed up. And, and we're in need of what? The transforming power of God. The scripture says... May he send you help from where? And give you support from Zion, which is Jerusalem. Well, what's going on in Zion? Zion is the place where the Ark of the Covenant is, which is symbolic of the presence of God. So he said, may you get support from Jerusalem. Your support is going to come from the presence of the Lord. Somebody shout, I need some support right now. If you knew what was going on in my life, you would say, that man needs some help. If people could really survey your life and, and, and you, you was laid bare before them, I guarantee you right now, you could get a group of people right now that's praying for you. Because if they could look into your head and know some of the issues that you got and know some of the struggles that you got, they make a circle around you right now. Somebody shout, I need some real support. Oh, I need some praying friends. Uh, I need some people that's in my family uh, that will not focus on my weakness uh, and say, God, uh, I need you to show up uh, in his life. Uh, send support uh, from Zion. Uh, release angels on his behalf. Oh, I need some praying people. I need, I need some people that know that God will show up in my life. Where are the people that need some support for real? You're like, I need it. Uh, uh, you're talking to me right now. If you knew uh, what I was thinking about on my way here, uh, as a matter of fact, I didn't even want to come. Uh, the only reason why I came was because of baptism. Uh, but since I'm here, God sent some support. Since I'm here, show up. Somebody shout, show up. Show up on my behalf. Show up on behalf of my son. Show up on behalf of my daughter. Show up on behalf of my mother. Show up on behalf of my wife. Since we here, Zion, give us some support. Somebody shout hallelujah. Come on, shout it like you really mean it. Shout it like you really mean it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can be seated. David says, I know 
that God will save his anointed. I, I know he will. I, I know God will save his anointed. Because if I'm anointed, that means I have an assignment. So there is something that God wants me to do. And you know what I found out about the anointing? I found out that you can be anointed and rebellious and God show up on you, show up on you and show up for you because he had something that he assigned you to do and God don't give up on us quickly. I, I want you to understand that, that God will get on you and God will show up for you because you are anointed and God don't take he don't take the anointing back he ain't gonna take the anointing uh, he'll leave you with the anointing he'll say listen the anointing is the only thing that kept Saul alive if he was not anointed David would have killed him before the Philistines could ever get to him the only reason why David didn't touch him was because he said, I can't touch God's anointed. I won't lay hands on him because God has anointed him. In rebellion, God said, I'm taking my spirit from you, Saul. But David said, even though your spirit ain't there, I can't lay hands on him because the oil got smeared on him. The oil got smeared. It got rubbed on him. And anytime the oil get rubbed on you, God has separated you for a divine purpose. Somebody shout divine purpose. The divine purpose of God got smeared all over Saul. And even though he was proud, the oil was still left. So there's some people in here right now. The only reason why you're alive. The only reason. The only reason, you know how many times you went back to that old lifestyle all over again. You, you know how many times you found yourself in sin and, and you would wake up and you would say, God, uh, forgive me. And you would feel like uh, there was judgment on you. But God was saying to you, you're anointed. That's the only reason why you're living right now. Or else I would have killed you last night. Uh, but there's oil on your life. Uh, and I take my time uh, with anointed people. I take my time. I'm patient with them. Uh, I'm long suffering with them but do not take the grace of God for granted hallelujah I know he will I know he will yeah I'm going through some stuff but I know he will I know he'll save his anointed just look at somebody and tell him I know he will I know I know he will. Sometimes you got to tell yourself that I know he will. I know he will. I know he will. I know God will. I know he will show up and save his anointed. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. 
he's saying that there there was some sacrifices made that I can I can look back on I can look back on uh, the offerings I can look back on the sacrifices and, and the psalmist is saying uh, may he remember sometimes you gotta put God in remembering yeah you gotta put him in remembrance and say God I, I, I did give all that I had God, God, I did show up with a heart to serve. I showed up with a heart to be a blessing. God, help me in my time of need. May he grant your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. Where are the people at that got plans? God said, I want to grant your heart's desire. You are my anointed. I'm praying that God would grant you everything your heart desires that he placed in your heart to desire. I'm praying that God would show up for you in ways that you never even thought he would show up for you. I'm praying for a strong, a great, a, a supernatural manifestation of God's presence in your life. When plans start to fail, you can say, I know, I know God. I know God going to show up for me. I know God will save his anointed from whatever it is that's going on in my life. Sometimes it's money issues. Sometimes it's relationship issues. Sometimes it's, it's family and friend issues. But no matter what the issue is, God is saying to you, will you trust me? Will you trust me? That's why David declared what he declared. He wanted the people to understand. If you're going to see God move, you better trust him. You, you better have this declaration that says, I'm not wondering if he will. I know he will. I know he's going to show up for me because what? I am his child and I am standing on his word. Hallelujah. He's going to save you out of some stuff. He said, this is the day of salvation for you. You're coming out of some stuff. You're, you're coming out of some stuff that the enemy had you bound in. He said, it's the anointing that's going to destroy the yoke. Glory be to God. So, so when we start shouting about being anointed, we, we don't really need to tear up the church yet. Uh, because the anointing, uh, I, I want to share this with you because there's some kingdom disclaimers uh, to the anointing because there's side effects to being anointed. There, there are side effects to being uh, anointed. There's some stuff that's going to hit you, but God is saying to you, do not worry about it because I always save my anointed. Uh, so yes, David, uh, you're going to get some javelins thrown at you, uh, but do not worry about the javelins uh, because I always save my anointed. Uh, this whole process that I got you in, David, don't worry about it uh, because I always save my anointed. Uh, I know you understand. Saul uh, and Saul is rebellious uh, and he wants to kill you uh, but just like you won't kill him uh, he can't kill you uh, because you're anointed David you're anointed you're anointed oh you should you should get hope right now because you know that God is going to show up in your life you should just start praising and thanking God right now and say I know he's going to save me 
I, 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 don't, I don't know about you. You may not have that declaration yet, but I know he going to save me. I know he going to show up for me. I know he going to turn this situation around for me. That's the perspective of a believer. You're walking in faith. Uh, for faith is the substance of things hoped for uh, and the evidence of things not seen. Uh, I will not be tossed uh, to and fro. Uh, I trust him. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. How are you going to receive something from God? And you, you don't know him as the one who will save you. You don't know him as the one that will show up for you. He said, I want to show up for each and every one of you. Look at somebody and tell them right now, I know he's going to show up. I know. I know he's going to show up. May we shout for joy over what? May we shout for joy over your salvation. And in the name of God, we're about to set up banners. We're about to set up what? Banners of victory. I'm about to let every enemy know, despite what's going on right now, do you see this banner? Do you see this banner that I just set up? I done set up a banner of victory. You laughing at me because you see my life. You laughing at me because you know about how much money's in my bank account. But I've been sent to announce to the enemy that I know he gonna show up for me. He gonna show up for me. Touch your neighbor, tell him, set your banners up. Set your banners up. Start, start setting stuff up. Uh, you ought to put a sign in your house. Uh, I'm overflowing in blessing. Uh, you ought to put a banner in your house and say, all my children are delivered. Uh, all my children are set free. Uh, somebody say, what that going to do? Let me tell you what it's going to do. Every time you walk in the house, you're going to look at your future. My future says uh, my children are delivered. My future says uh, that I got more than enough. My future says I'm the lender and not the borrower. You better see where you going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you can just get a vision of where you're going, they start setting up banners said I know the Lord will save his anointed so what I'm waiting on him for why don't I just declare the victory right now why don't I just put signs up that says uh, I'm victorious uh, why don't I walk in uh, to, the, to the banner preaching to me uh, releasing a prophetic word to me why because sometimes you get in that place where you're going through such difficulty that you forget what God showed you and so sometimes you need to post it on your wall so soon as you walk in the house okay I remember I just got out of a I just got out of a crazy situation but all I needed to do was walk through the door so I can remember what God said to me he he said I was going to be free. He said I was going to be delivered. He said that breakthrough was coming to my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
so they setting it up right now they said they're gonna raise some banners we're gonna put some stuff in place why because psalms 26 says i know that the lord saves his anointed he will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand somebody shout the right hand of the lord do it valiantly yeah yeah the right hand of the lord do it valiantly that means that god is a mighty warrior that god is gonna show up and when he shows up you don't gotta fight anymore all you have to do is stand still and see the salvation of god i prophesy to some people right now that god said stand still stand still stand still stand still don't even move right now just trust me God going to save. God, gonna, God is going to rescue you. He's bringing you out of some stuff. Psalms 27, some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we trust in the name of the Lord our God. See, see the nations around them, they all put their trust in their military prowess, in their military strength. That's where the other nations place their trust. They counted their horses. They counted their chariots. But that should have stopped right after God drowned Pharaoh and all of his horses in the Red Sea. But people were still counting their own strength. But when you begin to count on the strength of God uh, and say God uh, I don't have what everybody else has uh, but I do have your right hand uh, and your right hand is about to move in my life uh, I don't have a lot of people that like me uh, I don't have a lot of favor uh, but what I do have uh, is the right hand of the Lord uh, that's going to work in my life uh, the right hand of the Lord uh, that's going to break yokes uh, off of my neck uh, off of my back uh, whatever's trying to hold me uh, from my future there's a breaking that's happening Hallelujah. Say, I'm not putting my trust in horses and chariots. I'm not putting my trust even in my job. They, they may give me the check, but the, the, the real source is God. I, I know who I'm trusting. I know who I'm relying on. I'm relying on God to show up and show out in my life. Somebody shout, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. When doubt, when doubt try to keep in your mind, you need to say, I know, I know, I know, I know he saves his anointed when the enemy tries to tell you never make it beyond this point you should shout I know I know that he saved his anointed hallelujah hallelujah God is trying to tell you something he's trying to tell you something on this morning he's trying to tell you regardless of what it looks like I'm getting ready to show up powerfully in your life show up powerfully in your life your enemy is getting ready to collapse and fall but you about to rise and stand upright every person that was down you get ready to stand up again you, you get ready to be repositioned, I'm telling you, because God said, I anointed you and, and I take full responsibility for those that I have anointed. 
When I anoint you, you do not have to worry about who's going to come against you. You do not have to worry about the battle that is before you. When I anoint you, I'm saying uh, that you are mine uh, and you are my responsibility. And as it is so, uh, I got to protect you. I got to protect you. I got to cover you. Oh, Lord, save the king. Save the king. Here there's a shift. Oh Lord, save the king. May he answer us when we call. No matter again how high you go, at the end of the day, when prayers are going forth, it's us. I don't care what kind of crown on your head, we're all in need of saving. From the president to the assembly line worker, it doesn't matter what position you're in. I know things may seem like they're going real well. And sometimes people in powerful places and positions, uh, they figure, I got this. But there is a calamity that is so big that it doesn't matter what your social economic status is. It doesn't matter where you reside. It will touch us all. And, and that's when uh, uh, people on both sides of Del Mar, they, they gonna all come together. It's gonna be a national day of prayer. And you're going to see people with money, people without money, and everybody going to be linking the arms because they know that the only one who can truly save is the Lord. I pray that today's message blessed your life. If you're in the St. Louis, Missouri area, you are invited to join us on Sunday for our worship service at the Advancing Church located at 4152 Washington Boulevard. Our service promptly starts at 11 a.m. We also have a Bible study every Thursday at 7.20 p.m. Visit our church website at theadvancingchurch.org to get more information about what our church is doing for our community, our co-read initiative, entrepreneurial playbook form, and much more. This is Pastor Jordan. Have a blessed week.